Let's be honest, we've all lied. Some of us, of course, more than others. But there's a reason we lie. We may lie so we can avoid hurting someone, so we can avoid being punished. Maybe even we lie because we will get something out of it. But when does lying become so much more important than telling the truth? When does lying become more valued? When does lying become even encouraged? Well, if you're anything like me, growing up with the parents I did, lying became almost an expectation. Welcome back, everyone, to another week's episode of Housewife in Training. It's your host, Orhe. If you can't tell by the title and the intro, today's episode is going to be all about how I became a world star liar. I can't really tell you when lying became so much more natural to me than telling the truth when it came to my parents, but I think it probably started since I was just a child. I highly doubt many of us listening had parents that rewarded us for telling the truth by saying, wow, thank you so much for not lying to me. I care more that you came up to me and told me the truth than going behind my back. And if you did have a parent like that, then great job to them. I could list out all the things I would lie about as a child to avoid punishment, but that wouldn't be as interesting because it was such small stuff like stealing chocolate from the pantry or hiding my report card from my parents. I was just scared all the time whether what I did was a small or a big mistake, and that fear stayed with me for a really long time. The concept of being truthful to my parents, I should say, my mom, just did not exist. It was never even a thought or a consideration. By the way, I also consider hiding the truth or going behind someone's back and doing something they did not approve of as a lie. I can tell you exactly why telling the truth was not an option for me. I was a very hairy child. I'm talking about thick, long arm hair, leg hair, and a full-on mustache. I would beg and beg and beg my mom to let me shave. She had promised me that after sixth grade, she would finally let me wax. On the last day of sixth grade, I ran up to my mom's car with such excitement that the first thing I asked was, Mom, can you wax my legs today? And she responded, la, a point blank no. When I tell you, my heart sank. A wave of disappointment and sadness and anger rushed over me. I instantly started to cry. I had been waiting all of sixth grade for the last day just so I can remove the atrocious hair off my body. I started asking why, how come, you said this, you said that. And she just kept saying, I said after sixth grade. I meant when you go into junior high. Well, this was news to me. I was not given no such clarifications of what after sixth grade meant. At that point, I was looking for vengeance. I had a church party that night, so I said, screw it. I don't care. I was about to go behind my mother's back. I think I started to wax, but I couldn't figure out how to do it because my mom made her own wax and I had only seen her use it a couple times, so it got really messy real quick. I hopped into the shower and started to shave my leg. Halfway through... I started to get so much anxiety. Well, guilt is what it was. I started freaking out and instantly stopped. I only got to one leg. I started to cry in the shower because I could not believe I just went behind her back. I swear I could have almost thrown up thinking about what was going to happen if she found out. Because of how guilty I felt, I needed to tell someone. So of course, I chose the person who was least likely to get me in trouble, my dad. 
I started crying without explaining anything and just lifted up the leg I shaved and said, in translation, that means look what I've done. At first, he was so confused, but eventually it hit him and he just started to die of laughter. And I'm pretty sure he had said something like, shit, man, because he knew how much in trouble I was going to get. I don't really remember what he said after, but I know for a fact he did not say I'm going to tell your mom. Because when I went back into my room a couple minutes later, my mom swung open the door with her eyes bulging and gave me the death stare and asked me, what did I do? First feeling, betrayal. I can't believe my dad went and told her. Second feeling, fear. I'm pretty sure I blacked out after that. I don't think I got hit. I may have gotten slapped across the face. But I do remember the outcome. She punished me by saying you are not allowed to shave for a whole year. Guys, a whole year. I was going into junior high as hairy as I left the sixth grade. And I wish I could say she ended up giving in and letting me shave earlier. But nope, she actually didn't let me shave until I think April of seventh grade. So I had been one month shy of being a year. So why am I telling you this story? Because I wanted to provide the perfect backstory for how horrible the punishment was for going behind my parents' back and doing something I wasn't supposed to do. If my mom punished me for a year because I shaved one leg behind her back, can you imagine what she would have done for things that were worse, like dating, kissing a boy, going somewhere I shouldn't be going? Well, I can tell you, I never really freaking found out because after that, I became a liar, liar, pants on fire child. Granted, at the age of like 13 or 14, there wasn't much I could lie about because my parents didn't even let me hang out with my friends. And the only places I went was church on Fridays and Sundays. Also, I was still pretty terrified to do anything behind my parents' back. After that sixth grade incident, the next biggest lie or truth I withheld from my parents was when I went to Paulina's 14th birthday party. She was having it at the movies after church on Sunday, and she wanted everyone to wear short shorts and a tank top. Did I own a pair of shorts? (laughs) Nope. I owned my gym basketball shorts from junior high. Does that count? No need to worry, she said, because Paulina had plenty of shorts for me. So that Sunday, she placed a pair for myself and her in her church bag, and after a majority of people left church that Sunday to go home, we went to the bathroom that was located right outside the gate and changed into our little short shorts and went on our merry way to the movies. I will say the entire time I was at the movies, I was scared someone would see me and tell my mom what I was wearing. I don't know. I was just made to believe everyone was watching every move that I did and would somehow report back to my mom. After junior high, my lies became a little bit more sophisticated. The more I got away with lying, the more I obviously became more comfortable doing it. My parents and I did not have open communication. The relationship dynamic was more them telling me what to do or what not to do, and also just making sure I was doing good in school. But I never went up to either of them and opened up about my day-to-day, any drama I was going through, asking for advice, telling my mom what's going on in my friends' lives. With the little freedom I had to hang out with my friends, I never wanted to share anything that would jeopardize that. I didn't want to accidentally share a story about something my friend did and then end up not being allowed to hang out with them. I will say that a majority of my lies were mostly centered around dating after junior high. I never really lied about doing things like going to parties or going to someone's house I wasn't supposed to. I mean, my friend's parents also had very similar parenting styles, so it's not like any of us were doing anything crazy. 
Also, we grew up in church, so I think that had a big role in us not doing typical teenager things like smoking or drinking or anything like that. All right, this is where I start getting into my advice segment. I will not pretend there aren't teenagers who aren't lying to their parents or pretend that telling the truth is better when you have parents like mine, or just pretend that lying is never acceptable no matter what circumstance. Because I'm sorry there is. There are absolutely justifications to make for why someone has to lie to their parents. If I didn't lie to my mom, I'm telling everyone right now I would not have had a social life. If you're from a family that creates an environment that doesn't encourage you to have open communication, that doesn't see the importance of honesty, then you are put in a position where lying oftentimes is the only option. Okay, I shouldn't say the only option because of course you can choose to not do anything and that would put you in a position where you're not lying. If I did not lie, I would not have had a successful relationship with my now fiance for the past eight and a half years. And I'll get into that later. If I told my parents every single thing my friends ever did, I would not have any friends. Oftentimes, parents neglect it mentally affects their children when they are not able to do anything because of how strict the parents are. I'm not a parent, but I 1000% believe that there needs to be some give and take. If you have taken any basic psych class, you've probably read up on the different parenting styles. An authoritarian parenting style, you know, the my way or highway, the focus on obedience and discipline, the need for control is not effective. Many Middle Eastern parents have this type of parenting style with their children. That is what they have been made to believe is the correct way to raise a child. I'm the boss and you listen to everything I say. So let's say your parents don't let you hang out with your friends outside of school, don't let you go out to any events, don't let you participate in certain activities. Their expectation would be for you to sit at home where they can have their eyes on you 24-7 and also expect you to be happy about it. That is not healthy. That is not healthy for your social and emotional development. It breaks my heart when I see people who grow up in that type of dynamic because I know, I know what it's like. I will tell you firsthand, I did not like lying. I really did try to tell the truth, but it was not received well. When I started dating Ted, he joined the Assyrian Flag Football League, and they used to play every Wednesday night. One Wednesday night, I was getting ready to go, and my mom asked me where I was going in front of my dad. Typically, I would lie, but in that moment, I was like, there's no way they would get mad at me for going there since it was an Assyrian event and it was public. So I told them the truth. I said, I'm going to go watch Ted play football. My mom later told me that after I had said that, my dad had said, I have a lot of pata to say that in front of them. And if you don't know what pata means, it's like having the audacity or being too comfortable. You know, there's not a direct translation in from Assyrian to English. But basically, my dad was saying, I am way too comfortable to tell them something like that. Which again, goes back to how I originally started this episode. Lying is valued. Lying is encouraged. To tell the truth to your parents for certain things can often communicate a lack of disrespect. In that moment, my parents saw as disrespectful for me to so openly admit I was doing something with my boyfriend. You see what I mean? I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. How can I be open and honest about my relationship when in my culture to do so would almost be disrespectful? Ted and I have been together for a really long time. There was only so many times I could say I'm going to campus to study or hang out with my friends as a lie so I could go hang out with him. 
My mom would ask me where I was going. I would lie. She would respond with a sly smile and say, okay. And we just knew that I wasn't actually going where I said I was going. And again, I would test my limits. I would sometimes be honest and say something like, I'm hanging out with Ted. But my honesty was not rewarded. It would either lead to her telling me, no, the hell you are not, or asking me not to tell her the truth. And if you're thinking that's kind of ridiculous, think of it from her perspective. She did not agree with me doing certain things with my boyfriend, like going on a day trip or going to his house, but she also knew that she can't keep telling me no, that I have my autonomy to a certain degree at the age of 22. So the only way she would be comfortable with it was to stay in the unknown. Because if she knew and continued to allow me to do it, to her that was worse. Like, I know my daughter is doing this, how am I letting her? Don't forget, she wouldn't be respecting my name if she knew I was out frolicking with the guy in public. But as long as she didn't hear me straight up say it, it provided that comfort for her. And if you're a little confused with the whole respecting my name, you should listen to my first episode, Protecting the Pearl. Maybe one day I will bring her on to explain that a little more because I don't even know if that's the truth, but I'm assuming or that's my best guess for the reason why she preferred me to lie. All right, back to how exactly would I lie? What would I say to her? Well, I'll tell you how I was taught to lie by my mother herself. She told me when she started dating my dad, she would always tell her mom she's hanging out with her friend Sosun. Sosun was a close friend, but not close enough to where her parents talked to my mom's parents or that my mom's parents would see her often. Also, her mom knew she would lie because at my parents' engagement, my grandma turned to my dad and said, ah, so you're so son. I learned from the best, so that's exactly what I did. But here's the thing, I could never use my actual best friends. One reason, I tried, and when I wouldn't pick up my phone, or if I was a little late, my mom would call them, and oftentimes I wouldn't let them know I was using them as an excuse. So they were stuck and wouldn't know what to say. Thank God I have amazing friends. They'd never pick up her first phone call and immediately text me like, hey, your mom's calling me. What should I say? So to avoid that, I had to use someone my mom at least knew I had hung out with in the past. And my mom wasn't close enough to them to have their numbers or know their family. I think I've mentioned on a previous podcast that I used to date someone between the ages of 16 to 17. Obviously, much, much harder to date someone when you're in high school versus when you're in college, only because your classes are less predictable in college and you may have an excuse to quote unquote study more. And just with age, whether your parents like it or not, things change in your autonomy. But anyways, in high school, I would never actually go anywhere far with my boyfriend. I literally lived five houses down from CVS. So we would always hang out at CVS, guys. We would see each other at least twice a month. And if it wasn't at CVS, it was at Target. I used to walk to CVS all the time to go buy makeup and nail polish, so it wasn't out of the norm for me to be there for an hour, and sometimes I would make my way to Starbucks because it was right next to the pharmacy. But I preferred to stay around the area because I wanted to be somewhere close enough where if I got a call, I'd come back home at a reasonable time. Like, it would only take me maybe three minutes to walk back to my house if I was actually at CVS. If I was at Target, I'd tell my mom, oh, I'm in line at CVS, I'll be home soon. That way she didn't get suspicious if it was taking me a little bit longer to walk back. Having close friends also helped a lot because my parents would drop me off at their house and then we'd all go out to get ice cream and my boyfriend would meet up with us there. Or we'd walk to the park close to their house. Having supportive friends like that made such a difference. 
When I started dating Ted, it helped a lot that his brother Thomas had a girlfriend that I was very close to. So if we were ever going on trips or somewhere out of town, I would always say I'm going to be with her, which was actually true. She would be there a lot. I just would neglect to mention that Ted and Thomas would be there too. Once we went to San Francisco and my mom called me and Ted and Thomas were talking on the side and my mom legit asked me, I hear boys in the background. Who are you with? But thankfully, my mom was not to the point where she would make me FaceTime her or send her pictures of where I am. I don't think she ever thought that far. Or I think, like I said, in the back of her mind, she knew that there was some things I wasn't being truthful about. So maybe it was ignorance is bliss. The same thing applied to when we would stay the night somewhere else. Again, I would tell her half of the truth. So if I was ever caught up or if I needed to show her pictures somewhere that whoever I said was going to be there, I at least had pictures of. So if it was a girl's trip um, and we were like maybe going on a triple date somewhere, I would have pictures with just the girls so I could show my mom like, oh, look at how fun our girl's trip was. But it was really Ted and some other guys with us as well. By the way, if you're wondering where my dad is in all of these lies, um, he's not. I am a through and through daddy's girl. But when it came to who knew where I was, who I was with, where I was going, it was always my mom. My dad didn't really ever call me asking me where I was or telling me I needed to come home at a certain time, which to me was great. But to my poor mom, she was always the bad guy. Surprisingly, my mom didn't always want to be this strict. My dad actually is the one who's much more traditional when it came to dating and other things. In fact, towards the later years of mine and Ted's relationship, my mom would always try to convince my dad to let me go on trips with him, but he always said no. But he never told me this directly, and I just had way too much respect for my dad to ever bring it up to him. My dad rarely said no to me, so if he did, I never fought it or tried to argue because I know it was serious when he didn't approve of something. Okay, that was a little sidetrack or backstory. I want to kind of pivot this conversation. Oh gosh, I hate that word. I don't know why I used it. But I previously said I did not like lying to my parents. There were so many times I was in a situation I wish I could call them and ask for advice or ask for their help, but I was just too worried that it would result in discipline. For example, I wish I would have been able to call my parents when I was drinking underage and just say like, mom, dad, I messed up. I drank too much. I'm sorry. But instead, I continued to be in an unsafe environment. One time, I think I was maybe 21 or younger, I tried um, smoking for the first time. Wink, wink. Big mistake, huge mistake, worst mistake. I had a really bad trip. It was me and maybe a group of six or more of our friends, and I ruined that night for them because of how bad my trip was. I was paranoid. My heart felt like it was beating 3,000 times per minute. I could literally feel the blood rushing through my veins, and I could not move. I was stuck on that couch, and everyone kept telling me I needed to get up and walk, but I couldn't. My body just would not move. So I just cried and kept saying I'm going to die. And the only thing I could think of in that moment was my parents are going to kill me. I'm pretty sure I even said out loud that if my parents found out this was the way I died, they would be so disappointed in me and never forgive me. My parents kept calling me and I had to force myself to pick up and act normal. And at a certain point, I stopped picking up their phone calls because I just couldn't talk. I was frozen on that couch. I wanted to go home so badly, but was terrified of the consequences. And I always reflect on those times I wish I could have called them or gone home to feel safe. Because let me tell you, if I am blessed enough to have children of my own one day, 
I don't care what kind of trouble they get themselves into. I will always be the number one person they can call for help. And then we'll worry about the consequences of their actions later. Gosh, there are so many stories I would love to share, but I would be talking for hours and frankly probably run out of content for my next few episodes. But before I end here, I would like to conclude that if you're put in a situation where you feel like you have to lie, please always have one person know where you are and who you're with. I shared my location with one of my friends. I was extremely blessed to have a brother who knew where I was and had my back. Even if you're doing something innocent, like going to the movies with friends or a boy and your parents don't know, if something ever happens to you, you'll be grateful at least one person outside of the people or person you're with knew where you are and what you're doing. I used to go visit Ted when he lived in Merced, and imagine if I had gotten into a car accident on my way or lost my phone or anything like that, and my parents couldn't reach me or didn't know where to find me, and no one else did. Gosh, that would have had much more worse consequences. And if you don't know or have anyone you trust to share your location or let them know where you are, please DM me. I will be the keeper of your secret because your safety at the end of the day should always be a priority. I tell my little cousin this all the time and he shares his location with me because he trusts me. And at the end of the day, I just want him to be safe and have someone he can call if things get bad. Lastly, if you're a parent listening, whether your child is a baby or you have a teenager, I know there's going to be things that you will never be okay with your child doing. And that's okay. That's expected. And discipline is also fine. But please prioritize your child feeling like they can always go to you for help. Fear should never be a reason that stops them from picking up their phone and asking you to come pick them up. It's not going to make your child worse if you give them pata or make them too quote unquote comfortable with you. I bet that your child would probably be more obedient, more safe, respect you more, and less likely to put themselves in a risky situation if you have that open relationship with them. I shouldn't have said lastly because this is the last thing I want to say. Please continue to try to test your limits with your parents in terms of how honest you can be with them. I honestly don't feel like I need to lie to my parents anymore. Granted, I'm 27 engaged and about to be married, but regardless, you also have the power of changing the relationship dynamic between you and your parents. It's going to take a long time. It's definitely not going to happen overnight. And you probably will get in trouble sometimes for telling them the truth, but most parents will come to appreciate you being honest with them than going behind their backs. I mean, look at me. I used to think I would never be close to my mom, that she would be the last person I would go to for advice. But now she's the first person I run to. Me and my mom have a great relationship. And I honestly believe it's because I got to a point where I didn't want to lie to her anymore. Where I was like, this is what I'm doing. You're not going to like it, but I want you to know the truth. All right, I'm finally done talking. Thank you everyone for listening to another week's episode of Housewife in Training. I will catch you all hopefully next week.